Power Sports Podcast. Let me turn that back down. Sorry about that. And uh, yeah, I'm your host, Braden. And as always, I am joined by that mountain of a man as well as a mountain of a pineapple, Alan Pena. Alan, how are we doing today, buddy? Oh, I've been, pre- been pretty good so far. Um, what else? Just trying to adapt to the new scenery right now. And really, it's it's just I've been pretty good so far. Just can't complain and just looking to another another day, another opportunity to talk and just have a good time. That's all I can say about about it. I mean, yeah, I mean it's been great. You know, this is the first uh episode of the month. Uh you know, November has no no shave November, no all sorts of stuff with no in the title. Yeah. So Which I'm thinking, are you gonna grow it again? I have to talk to my boss, but that is my hope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, we'll see. <laughs> so we're gonna try and call this we're gonna try and make this uh no missed mo- recording day November, everybody. We uh we're all getting used to new schedules and we're hope we kinda got it all worked out, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, other than Black Friday. <laughs> Alan loves Black to celebrate Friday. Black Friday and go shopping, everybody. <laughs> well, I probably won't go shopping because now, now it's like we just wait till till Monday, or you can buy it online. Which this is a tradition here in the U.S. for those that are listening around the world, where Thanksgiving is celebrated on Thursday, and then the next day, stores around the nation, around the U.S., will put price will make discounts in and uh, prices probably you see once a month or once in a lifetime oh. and people will just buy it. They used to go to the store. Now people will just buy them online and have them delivered or picked up whenever they want it, whenever they want that item. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Black Friday is great. Why am I go shopping? Who knows? It's uh and I have to work on Thanksgiving. Um, that's just my lot in life as a reporter. But ironically, I won't be reporting that day. I'll be a producer at the news channel. So it'll be different. Wow. And Owen Wilson gracing us with the wow. All right. Um, but yeah, you know, life is great for me too. We're just, you know, getting ready for Christmas, winter, uh, it has snowed here in Idaho, everybody. So uh, maybe we'll have to find some sort of fun with uh, Montana Pina over here and find figure out how to, to call him the snow catch pineapple. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> Winter is Alan's least favorite season of the year, everybody. In case you haven't figured that out, that is because, well, unlike his team, he is from Arizona and he has won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, if you couldn't figure it out just from that, everybody, we are actually going to be talking a little bit about the World Series. I never ended up releasing that episode, previewing everything, mostly because by the time I could have gotten to it, it all was old news. And I didn't want to release something that everyone kind of already knew about. So (laughs) we've done that before, but uh, trying to be better, everybody. Trying to be better. and. so let's get right into it. Alan, World Series, Rangers versus Diamondbacks. Last we talked, you hoped your Diamondbacks would get in it, but not to what happened next. 
yeah, um, they did get in. I did did say that, but I think what this series it came out to pretty much like it was it was a mix, but at the end it was about timing. Who could come in and not just get a good start, but keep that going? And the Rangers, they did that. The Texas Rangers, they finally win the World Series. We can forget 2010 and especially 2011. We can definitely forget that and focus on the now. And what the Rangers did was, look, winning on the road, it's hard. No matter what sport it is, it's hard to win on the road. I think now the Rangers are like, What's home field advantage? Who cares? How about road field advantage? <laughs> I mean, and the, the Rangers are they... one of the only few teams who went perfect on the road this year in the yeah. postseason. And it didn't beat some scrub teams like to win it. Oh, no. They had to face Tampa Bay, which a lot of people thought, oh, based on the regular season they had, they were going to make the World Series. Got them out of there. Baltimore. A team with the best record got them out of there, and and we'll get to them at some time later. And then Houston, after being down three two, I thought there's no way Houston's gonna gonna mess us up. They've been there before; they're not faced by it. Dead wrong, and hey, couldn't be happier that that happened. And then I thought it was gonna go seven just because the styles that they brought. It's like it was gonna be wonderful, but the Rangers right away they they took that away and I felt that them losing game two humbled them up to be like, Hey, like we lost we lost at home, that's fine. Let's go back to our comfort in Phoenix and steal all three and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I mean not only that, Alan, you look at it too, and the Rangers, they only lost one game in this World Series, and that was unfortunate. But also, you know, we talked, you can, we can get into the ratings a little bit later, but when you look at the games itself, it was even including the game they lost, everything minus maybe game three or four was really close. It wasn't really close. It was blowouts the entire way. And who was leading the way? Texas. And so it was only game three or was it game four where the game was really close. And so when people talk about, oh, the ratings were bad, it's not because of the teams that weren't in them, but it's because the game just lost some of that appeal to them because of how many uh, run, how much of a blowout it was. I don't care what level of game it is, even if it's a championship, people are going to tune, tune away if it's you know, seven, nothing bottom of the fifth, you know, that's just not a fun watch anymore. Everyone, um, unless, you know, things go horribly wrong, which they never did, you know, who's going to win by the end of the day. Um, <clears throat> but all that being said, the Rangers were fantastic from the pitching, you know, Scherzer got another ring. Uh, Trey Turner didn't get a ring because he was with the Phillies. Corey Seager got a ring. <laughs> I believe that's his second. Yes. You know, and, Garcia, he gets a ring, just even though he was leading the charge of that lineup. Despite you know all of that, he got injured and he couldn't. He was a, the emotional leader towards the end. He, if not the physical leader, and I think that was key as well. 
So when you oh, look yeah. at everything going on with the Rangers compared to what you had going on with the Diamondbacks, that you know, the only weakness I think with the Diamondbacks was they're a very, very young team. And by far, yeah. And we took and so they're going to be back, guys. Arizona fans, don't worry, your team will be back in it. They're they're going to be contenders, if not World Series contenders for years to come. Don't worry about that. Enjoy the enjoy the ride. At least you won a game in the World Series. My team has yet to win a World Series game, everybody. Uh, well, we're hey, not going to talk about that. That too. But we're talking about this particular World Series, yeah. and a lot of the fans that That's were true. watching this weren't maybe either old enough, may not remember, or just time has passed, and you always want that new one. And so yeah. while you lament, it's okay to lament the loss. You know, I'm wearing Stanley Cup gear from two year a year ago now, so it's okay to lament a loss of a playoff series, even at the championship level. You have that one in 2001 where you defeated the evil empire on the magic run after 9-11, where they were supposed to win because, you know, New York, America, all that. You still won that in game seven. You took the Rangers five games. Arguably, you should could have taken them seven, but that's besides the point. Either way, you have a championship and a World Series, another World Series game win that my team, the Colorado Rockies, doesn't even have. So take that. <laughs> Yeah. Division rival, you're doing better. <laughs> Maybe you can help the Rockies figure it out next year. Yeah. <laughs> and I like to add this because I think really this matchup that we saw, it became so personal in my mm. standpoint, just because look, Arizona, where I'm from, I was eight years old when the Diamondbacks won the World Series. So I did see game seven. I did see when the, when Luis Gonzalez hit that blooper, scored, I saw that. And growing up there, going to their games, terrific. And then, like, my wife and I went to see them versus the Dodgers. And we were right by the pool, right in front of it, where we sat. But also, Texas. We lived in that area for a year. And we loved it over there. It was great. We, I, we probably would have stayed there. But obviously, circumstances had to bring us home and also helped that I needed to graduate with my bachelor. So there you go. and. It was so personal that it was like, I don't know who I want to win. I don't know who's going to win this because we want this. I, I thought this was going to be a Game 7 clash, but it didn't happen. But also look at this fact, Brady. They, were, they lost 101 games two years ago. Yeah. They were bad when we saw them. Luckily, oh, they were was, terrible. Yeah, they were terrible. It also helped the fact that we saw them three times and we got great ticket, great seats. And they were about 20 bucks each. So it's like, great. That's perfect for my wife and I. Like, I would probably could have gone like probably 15, probably 50 games. Oh, yeah. If we would have had that, we would have done it right that season right away. It was bad. And the only bright spot for the Rangers at that time was Adolis Garcia. He was the only bright spot during those years. And the fact that he remained there and still kept that going. That's when you unleashed the beast. And he did that. He put up similar, it was similar to what Randy Arosarena did in 2020. Mm. Kind of say it was similar to what Barry Bonds did, where, some, where he was just killing it, especially when he got hit in game five versus the Astros. Once that happened, 
you just unleash something crazy. And that's what he did. And for the Rangers to come to that point, going from that to this, it's amazing. And and this is what happened. Like, and I heard this a lot from Alex Rodriguez. He was talking about it, the importance of bringing baseball people in. Like, none of this analytic stuff that people like to talk about, bringing guys like, hey, like Bruce Bochy, who he's seen it all. He, he knows what it takes to get to the World Series and win. And as someone that he, like, you have it going as a pitcher, keep it going until, hey, you say, okay, you're good. And then bringing, like, the, bringing Corey Seager, you mentioned, and and what's this guy's name? Their their lead off is it Marcus uh, Simeon? No. Yeah, Simeon. Yeah, like it was important, but the heart of it was Adolis Garcia the whole time, and the fact that look, and I think we ought to do this sometime. Like, if you look at the pennant in the ALCS, I the think that decided the series. What was it? I think that decided the series. But go ahead and say what you're about to say. But, the, the last four ALCS MVPs, three of them have been Cuban. Mm. Three of them. From 2020, Randy Rosana, you had 2020, last year with Jordan Alvarez, and then this year, Adonis Garcia. Mm. They've been, he, like, they've been killing it so far in Cuba. And I think we'll get back to, like, hey, analyzing Cuba baseball in Cuba, but even though he did not play game, he got it, he did not play game five, they still, his presence still allowed them to play how they played. And he, I think, I won't be surprised if next year he is in the conversation for MVP in the AO. I know everybody wants to talk Shohei, but I think next year he should be in that conversation for MVP, because All Star for sure, he's there's no question about it. But MVP, I think he should be in that conversation. If he doesn't win it, fine, but at least give the respect that Adolis deserves, because he's only gonna keep that train rolling for the Rangers. Well, and you know, I'll I'll bring my Rockies back up because this will. Be a prime example. Adolis Garcia could have pulled an Ar- uh, an Arenado, demanded a trade because the team just decided not to build around him for a long time. He could have been like, "Hey, I want out. I want to win." Look what that's worked done for Arenado this year. Besides the point. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, you look at he could have left. He could have said, "Hey, you know what? I'm out. Bye. Thanks for the. Thanks for my." experience all of that i'm out i want to win a championship instead i i would guarantee it that the gm and the baseball operations everyone behind the front office went to him and been like hey we have prospects coming up which they did they and we'll make some free agent signings that will help build this team if you stay and he went okay prove it and they did they got they got the arguably the best pitcher when he's healthy Jacob DeGrom, they got Marcus Simeon, which surprised everyone. They got Corey Seager. Um, they had Jonah Heim. I can't remember if he was a prospect or traded or whatever. Jonah Heim came into his own this year. Um, he he was still Evan doing Carter. his thing. He was another, he, 
he came from, I think, double A. Yeah. And you saw what he did. Yeah. And I mean, that just goes to show when the team is doing things right, when they build around their star, like, you know, the Texas Rangers did here, you win championships. It's, oh, yeah. it's not that, well, it's hard, but it's not too hard to build that t- caliber team. Arguably, DeGrom, when he's healthy, is the best pitcher on planet Earth. When he is... And then, of course, he gets injured, which leads to Brank Scherzer coming in. Arguably, as good, if not better, when Scherzer was in his prime, and still arguably maybe just as good now. So, like, you look at everything going on and how they built this team, and we could do a deep dive into how you build championship teams, and we'll look at that in a fun, fun episode, but you look at it, it was crazy to see, and it's in- interesting to see how I'll bet you they went to Garcia and were like, hey, we get it. You're frustrated. We're frustrated, too. We hate losing just as much, if not more than you, because, you know, we're, we're trying to build this team. But if you stay, we'll reward you with a good team to play with. And that's prob- more than likely what, how it happened, and that's exactly what's happened. They well, won exactly. a championship. And you can make the case. I mentioned this. I think it was a couple of weeks ago, you can make the same case for Ketel Marte. Mm-hmm. Because same thing, like he'd been to a player, I think it was his first year, they made the wild card. Obviously, they got swept with the Dodgers, but same, from there, the D-backs, they kind of, they were still competitive, like, but it wasn't like, oh, we're making the playoffs. And then same situation two years ago, they were just horrible. And, and it was going to be like that for years, but credit to him. They stuck with it. It also helped that you got guys like Corbin Carroll, who I think is going to win NL Rookie of the Year for sure. You also got your other guys like the Gerardo Perdomos and the Lourdes Gurriel, who they they balled out. They showed up. They were, you could say, that bottom lineup did a lot of damage, which that allowed once Carroll and Marte to be on the plate, they were able to do magic. and. That you mentioned the D-backs, I think they're they're still gonna be intact. They're not going anywhere. Uh, I know people are gonna say San Diego, but after their manager left, I think there's some. I would say there's some questions there, but we'll get into them later. But the Diamondbacks for sure. I won't be surprised if they're back in the NL title run mm-hmm. and or title run. Texas, they're not going anywhere. They're mm-hmm. not, and I think they're how they. And how they're managed is, I think they're going to be the new face of the AL West. And some say, wow, winning the division is going to kill them. It actually helped them not winning it. It actually just, it not just only woke them up, but it mostly what it allowed them to see themselves like, you know what? If we need to go through the tough teams, let's go. And that what's the difference in 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 this series yeah and i mean not only that i mean you you made the good argument there you brought up the padres and they had to take out a loan just to help pay some of their payroll so the padres they're probably dismantling this year because they can't afford to keep everything going you know they put all their chits to the table and they lost the hand oh yeah and i even talked to someone because because i was i was in chicago I think like the first week of October, like the last week of September, and I was talking to someone there, 
And th this was when they were facing the White Sox. And we were like, why why the Padres were this bad? Like, they, they had good stats. They had good batting. But it was just, they were just too inconsistent. And it's obviously not, it was surprising, but at the same time not, that Bob Melvin is now with the Giants, which it, to me is like, okay, something, something's up in San Diego. I don't know what's going on. It's like, hey, you're going to manage probably three of the best two of the, of the best batters in Machado, Tatis, and Soto, but something's up, and we'll talk, we'll get to them in another episode, why, but I think that's why the Diamondbacks, they're, they're not going anywhere, and I think how they're built, they'll be fine, they, they just obviously, health is going to be important, but also, consider, I think for them, if they want to get back, I would get more pitching as far as like I think they got the the bullpen set up. I would just add a little bit more in the bullpen, but I would get an ace. Mm. Someone that's been in the World Series, who's been in big games and could lead them there. And could I see that happening? Yes. Yeah, and you know the NBA and the NHL are starting up, guys. So we're We'll maybe dive in on the second half of this episode, talking a little bit about that, kind of what we're seeing so far. But, you know, breaking down the farewell to baseball, as we all know on this podcast, if you followed us for the past two years, you know I'm the baseball dude. I love baseball. Um, my team sucks. I'll admit it. You hear me rant about it quite a bit. <laughs> but whenever a team wins their first championship, it's special. The Nuggets won their first championship, and my goodness gracious, was that awesome to see. Not only as a fan, but as a fan of the sport. And so as a fan of baseball, I appreciate what the, that fan base had to go through in, in uh, Arlington and the surrounding area to get that championship. You could, Unfortunately for Beltre, he never got that ring in, in Arlington. We all wanted him to. He had the chances. He just ran up against better some better NL teams at that time. And it's crazy how the power balance in that baseball world has kind of shifted back to the American League. It kind of goes in phases where it goes back and forth. It's kind of it's been even for the past couple years, but now it's really shifting back to go towards the the American League which and I think it's it could you could make the argument that it's possibly because the NL's trying to get used to how to figure out this DH and their, their lineup. But when everything goes well, Alan, you said it, the AL West isn't going to go anywhere. Seattle is also going to be there for a long time, guys. Oh, yeah. That top three of Seattle, uh, Houston, and Texas is going to be juggernauts. Just like how we have now Baltimore and Blue, the Blue Jays fighting it out for the AL East and the wild card with the Rays. The AL West and the AL East are powerhouses. At the AL Central is the AL Central. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's just crazy. You, We already have the playoff format feel for next year. It's probably going to be the Blue, some form of the Blue Jays, Rays, uh, Orioles, uh, Mariners, and Rangers, and Astros for the AL. You can almost guarantee 
a combination of those six teams is going to be in there. You can guarantee it. And if that happens next year, we'll come back and we'll be like, I told you so. <laughs> but you can't yeah. say that in the NL anymore. Yeah, you got the Dodgers, but what can the Dodgers do anymore? They're, they need to figure out their pitching staff all over again because their pitching staff oh, is well, aging yeah. terribly. Like, I wanted to mention, like, the, I think the whole Julio Ria situation, it just messed him up because he, he's mm. a guy, and I, and I love him. Like, as a Mexican ball, him being a Mexican ball player, he's a guy that, hey, you give, like, he may not be your ace, but he could be like a 1B where, hey. He eats the innings you need. Yeah, you're like, go get him. Let's go. And because of what happened, and he's a free agent. I don't. I don't think he's not coming back to the Dodgers. If I don't he think he's back, coming back to the sport. I think he's done. Exactly. Yeah. I. I won't. I might see him pitch in Mexico, in the winter leagues. I might. Who knows? But I think he's done for. And I don't want to say that about him because I love how he pitches and all. But because of what he did, I think he's done. And they just need pitching help. I agree with you. I. I was just upset about it. But I agree with the NL. It's a, it's like it's like a battle. Who, it's like it's it gets physical there. So, I see I see where you're going with. I yeah, it, it's 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 a battle, and and that's just how the NL will be. That's how the AL was for the past few years, but that's how the AL is going to be. And it's just crazy to think about because it's just like. We knew the NL format just two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like the NL West, you can guarantee it's going to be the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. If they keep up this performance, they might win the division this next upcoming season. They got a lot to prove and Carroll has to avoid that sophomore slump. But if they go through it and they could, they have that roster to win the division. How do yeah. they add what they need to add to compete? The Padres, they're tearing. I'll almost bet you, Alan, that in four months we're talking about them how they teared it down. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. But the Rockies, I think they're doing what the Astros did five years ago, where they're just going to tank, lose a hundred games, be in that draft lottery, get the good prospects, draft picks, and let them develop. That's what I hope they do. Yeah. As much as I don't want them to do that, I think that's what needs to happen. Um, yeah, we'll get to them. Yeah, NL Central Brewers are going to do what they need to do. I think they need to retool a little bit, get some better bullpen arms, and better solidify that core rotation. Um, Hater was very unhappy with the Padres. Maybe he comes back. Who knows? Um, Cubbies, who knows what's going on with them? I They're think kinda... they should do better. I think if they can resign Cody Bellinger. Yes. Because, look, they almost made the playoffs, and Cody had a renaissance again. That it's like okay, he came back. This is Can he keep MVP it going though? Yeah. So, and then you got Suzuki, who I like. He was, I think, he had a sophomore slump a bit mm. towards the end, but I expect the Cubs to do better, and and then look out for the Reds next year. Eli de la Cruz. Yeah, the Reds made big strides this year. Oh, yeah. They did. And it was him by himself. Wow. And don't be surprised if they're they're in contention. For I think at least card. for the wild card. I don't... We'll have to see who wins the division because it's... 
interesting because the Cardinals, they have to figure out how to rebound. They had one of the worst seasons I, I've remembered them having recently. Oh, it was bad. And, you know, as a Rockies fan, I couldn't help but just laugh at Arenado and his misery over there. But, you know, I love the player. He's a great guy and great player. So, like, yeah. I just hate how he left Colorado. That we, I don't need to keep bringing that up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to, guys. I promise. <laughs> it, it's still a sore spot, I guess. I didn't. I maybe I need to go to therapy for it. Who knows? Um, <laughs> as we look at more of what's going on in the central Cardinals, how are they going to bounce back? We know they're going to, are they going to be that powerhouse again? We'll wait and see. They sold at the deadline. Are they going to keep selling pieces out? That's what they got to figure yeah, out. We'll find out about them. Yeah. Um, moving on to the NL East. Cause I think we hit all the teams in the NL central. If I missed one. Well, we missed we Pittsburgh. Can go back. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's make it's kind of they're taking steps, but are they really? You don't know. They're kind of at the bottom without wanting to be. Yeah, they are. And then now, the NL East, the NL East, it's a. Uh, even though the Marlins made it, but I think it's always the Braves and the Phillies. I think yeah, you mentioned you na- nailed it. It's the Phillies, Braves. I think the Marlins are going to stay up there. Um, we'll see how this offseason goes with yeah. um, Kim Ang no longer being there. She stepped down and left the team. Um, I don't remember what the reason was, but she's no longer there. Yeah. Um, super unfortunate there. Whatever happened there, I'll have to. I'll need to go back and look into that. But um, the Marlins, they just they get to the playoffs and then. We all know they either tear it down or they sell. So let's see what if they stick with it this time. Oh yeah. Um, then you got the Phillies. I don't know what else they need to do, Alan. They just ran into the better team of uh, the Diamondbacks this season. So I don't know what else they need to do to kind of get back there. I, I think, think they well, just need to hold still. Well, I think they just need to face the Brewers sometime in the playoffs. And <laughs> you get the Brewers and it's a sure thing you're going to make the World Series. Just ask the Diamondbacks, ask the ask the, Bru- the Braves, the Dodgers, the Cardinals. When you beat the Brewers, you have, a, you have an assurity that you're going to make the World Series. But I think also they, they need to resign Aaron Nola, their pitcher, who's mm-hmm. a free agent, and probably just secure some pitching help. Like, like they're batting, they'll be fine, but they just need help on the mound. In the starting, get a starting pitcher. And yeah, the, go after Scherzer. <laughs> Probably. Although, could you imagine Scherzer in Philadelphia? I just, I don't see it. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> he still's got, um, I think he's got a two-year deal from his contract in with the Mets, so he's not going anywhere. We'll see. Who knows what, how that works out. Um, and then the Braves. What the hell happened? I mean, you win 100 games. You're the first to clinch the playoff spot. And then you forget to show up in the divisional round. Playoff format be be for damned and forgotten here for a second. You can't not show up to your to what you worked so hard for all year. And that folks, that just literally what happened. I mean, they pulled a rock Colorado in the World Series, guys. I brought that up a lot today. 
The Braves were Colorado in this World Series. You can't tell me otherwise. Fortunately, like, I think it was just, I don't know what was it, what happened. I thought, like, hey, if they would have lost to the Phillies in five games, okay, no problem. It's understandable. But to lose them, to lose the way exactly, exactly how they lost last year, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I think, I think they're, look, their batting is fine. I think pitching, pitching, pitching. And I've been saying this for years, Braden, that in the postseason, you've got to have pitching because you're going to have games where you're not going to score 10 runs or 15. You're going to have games where it's like 1 0. Mm-hmm. Or and that's how it's gonna end, or two one. So it's gonna get ugly, and that's where pitching will come in. Where's that? Like, look at Game Five, how how it played out for the Rangers. Yeah, they were up one zero, and their pitching kept it going until the ninth, where boom, everybody started hitting, and it was five nothing. That's why you need pitching. That's yeah. why. And the Giants, those three World Series that first both two one. It wasn't because of the batting. The batting was good, but it wasn't like, oh, like you've got Acuna and Osuna and Albies. It wasn't like that. It was the pitching of the Lincecums, the Matt, uh, Matt Keynes, the Johnny Cuetos. The- Mad Bums. Yeah, Madison Bums. If Garner. the Giants don't have Mad Bum, I don't guarantee they're that weird, even-year dynasty team that they were. Exactly. Yeah, so and I guarantee you that's it. why Mad Bum's no longer as good. Is he, he just got spent so much on those years that his arm just fell apart. Oh, that's true, and that's why the range, how the Rangers did it, pitching, how the Diamondbacks did it, did it, pitching, and I think don't be surprised if the Diamondbacks add more, especially to the starting pitching, and but yeah, I think the Braves, if they want to get back to this, they need to add pitching. That's how they won through pitching and also good hitting that they have. But yeah. pitching is what gets you over to the Yeah, and Alan, this team for me, this era of Atlanta Braves though, is no different right now than it was in the 90s. You can't tell me otherwise because when you look at it, what was going on with Atlanta in the 90s? Great regular season runs, fizzled out in the postseason, win one World Series. What's going on right now with the Atlanta Braves? When one World Series, great regular seasons, only to fizzle out in the postseason. So the Atlanta Braves, they got to figure out how to keep it going year to year in the postseason because this is two different good eras. You had the Chipper Jones era, and now you could argue it's the Acuna era with great teams, great lineups. They had great pitching in the 90s. That's what led them to that World Series run. They had that one good World Series run where they won it in 21. What's next? How do you overcome? Well, the only difference the, the only difference I would make is the Braves in the 90s made it to five World Series. Yeah. Two, this one's one. So I wouldn't go, I get where you're coming from, but I wouldn't go that far. If the Braves of this of the Acuna era, I know we got three minutes left, made it have made it to five or more, then okay, I'm with you. But as of right now, I I will make that I I will make that argument right now. Yeah, and I mean you bring up five. that World Series point, and that's a strong point. But other than that, I don't see a major difference because the way that's to get to the World Series back then was a little easier than it is now. 
Yeah, that's the only major difference for me. But mm-hmm. I see where you're coming from. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying, in my standpoint, that Brave companions of the Brave made it to five, and this year's Braves they only made it to one. But the the issue for this year's Braves is fixable. They just need to go and address it in free agency. Oh, and you could argue in the 90s it was very fixable for them yeah, too. Yeah, it so. was. It's just, it never caught on until it was too little too late. This Braves edition, they got time to get it figured out. Oh, yeah. And so, guys, we're running out of time today. We're going to wrap it up here. Final thoughts. Baseball's over. That's sad. Um, but congratulations to the Rams. Or not the Rams. <laughs> the Rangers. Texas Rangers from good old Arlington, Texas. Congratulations. And uh, let's see what happens next year. Alan, next week, it's time we talk about basketball and hockey. We've missed that content. The Nuggets. We're the Lakers' daddy. (laughs) We don't know. (laughs) We don't know. We'll see. Well, you know, if you missed that first game, you know, that's what that how did we'll have to get into how your wife felt about that next week um <laughs> the best part is it wasn't the head coach that said that comment it was one of the altitude beat reporters of the nuggets that's just at the celebration that's okay. what makes this all the better um so we'll get into that next week this will be a fun preview for everybody um after we'll also maybe throw some nhl content in there um guys we didn't get it into today but to the family that of i believe his name was adam johnson the skate the ahl player who lo- tragically lost his life through a freak accident with a skate to the neck to that family and we would we want to express our condolences to that fan base um, to the players you know things we don't want to see things like these in our sports that is not what we want to see so um our condolences on that but everybody We'll talk sports tomorrow next week. Yep. And until then, take care.